if he listens? Well, then he's a honey. Because he's checking in on the honey check. Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Paducci, and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious stories in between, join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. What is that, honey? <laughs> okay, honey. Well, you know how you told me that my laugh always cut out? I was like, like, shit, what am I going to do? So, and then all, obviously I only have the one pair of headphones. And so Evan takes them skiing. And I was at my parents' house and I was in my old bedroom. And my dad got me this 10 years ago. Honey, it's immaculate. It's a headphone and a microphone. Were you plugging that into your like Blackberry at the time? Or like, what were you using that for? Were you playing video games? Um, no, because I told my dad that I wanted to be a businesswoman and I had a laptop at the time, like a H something, I don't know, an HP? HP, honey, I had an HP and dad got me this with a mouse. Um, and he got me a few other little trinkets and then a Palm pilot. Pa's so thoughtful. Yeah. Yep. So that's what Pa got me. And then honey, like I either look like a really hot pilot right now or like a race car driver or like a radio host. Sorry to or, interrupt. You guys obviously can't see this if you're listening, okay. but Honey's put on a, basically <laughs> a secretary's headset from the 80s. <laughs> and you can't touch it because I can hear every time you move it. <laughs> okay. Won't touch it. That's how old this is. Don't worry. The old headphones are going to be back next week. Wow. These headphones are so good. I can hear like cars driving by your house and I never, these headphones are immaculate. <laughs> Wow, honey. Now I know what you hear. You hear them now? Yep. There's no cars. Oh, then I don't know what I'm listening to. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just the headphones being old and shitty. (laughs) Because it sounds like this. (laughs) So, honey, what's going on? So I was going to text you last night, but I didn't. And I matched with this guy on Hinge. Hmm shocker first of all that I matched with someone (laughs) yeah my eyes are real big (laughs) and I actually matched with him a few days ago and I wasn't really talking (laughs) (laughs) I just I haven't been spending time on the app so I wasn't being very mindful of you know the notifications I actually don't have my notifications turned on for it so I was just being a a little bit negligent to the conversation and basically he would ask me a question and then I would give him about a 24 hour response time. So basically business as usual, we'll respond, you know, within 24 business hours. (laughs) So like, what was he asking you? I don't know. Anyways. So tables turn, (laughs) you know, just like about me. So tables turn last night and plot twist. We talk for like three hours. Honey you know, and I'm like, that is major progress. Like that's mm-hmm. your, that's an annual progress. <laughs> that's your annual progress report. Okay. Keep telling me what the, what the hell did you talk about with somebody for three hours? Well, it's nice because we both, uh, I, you know, I have this deep, dark confession that I'm like secretly addicted to like binge watching reality TV. Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and like, I don't tell anyone that like only my close friends know sickening. I won't tell you guys the extent of it. 
And um, he made a joke about reality TV and I've secret, like, and it became like a not so secret that we both like watched reality TV. I'm like, is this my soulmate? <laughs> Why didn't you send me a photo? Because I'm not going to get all hyped up, you know? So we're texting, we're going back and forth, going back and forth. We start talking about traveling. He's like lived all over the world. At one point, like he just moved from Germany and like, he's looking for a place and used to live in South Africa and like grew up here and played basketball and like all these things. And I'm like, he's tall. And I'm like, he's cute. I'm like, Ooh, you know, I'm feeling Good. it. He's tall. That was my next question. Okay. <laughs> all my tall friends side note, fucking hate me. I don't think I've ever dated or like hung out with anyone. I want to say like six, three is like the shortest. And then you have friends like Katie or other girlfriends that are like other girlfriends that are six feet tall or all my volleyball, like teammates. And they're like, you're model. F- yeah. You're five, four. What the fuck do you need our guys for? <laughs> yeah. Beat it. Piss off. Oh, what? honey. It was the other four. way around. My tall girlfriends are mad at me that I'm dating the tall guys. Oh yeah. They're honey. Like, Screw you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that you had my back though on that one. You know? honey, honey, always. Until you tell me not to, then I'll switch. <laughs> um, so anyways, what was I saying? So we're talking. Next thing yeah, you know, it's, it's like midnight, okay? And you know me, I'm a fucking grandma. If I'm not in bed by 10, like I'm already grumpy tomorrow morning. Like I'm, I'm mad. And I basically say he was like a few times, he's like, well, maybe I'll get to meet Charles, my dog. And I was like, well, I'm like, are you a morning person? <laughs> You're looking at me right now. I was like, did you go on this park That's date right this time. morning? And the answer is yes, I did. But let me. <laughs> I'm pissed you waited to the podcast. Okay, go. <laughs> and. Oh, no. He's like, I'm not really a morning person. And, and I was like, okay, then don't come. I'm not going to force, you know, there'll be other times for us to go for like a walk in the park. And he was like, you know what? I'll make it. I'll make it work. I'll meet you there at eight. So I was like, okay, meet you at the basketball courts, 8 a.m. Strolled up. He was like, and we kind of joked around, like, just so you know, I'm coming in Ugg boots and sweat. So like, just look for the girl in the obnoxiously large, like puffer jacket and the Uggs. And um, he's like, don't worry, I'm going to go for a run after. So don't expect a suit. His, the banter was good. It was sassy. Like he threw the sass. He took the right. sass. Like I'm all about that. And I'm walking up and I see a guy sitting on the bench dressed in running gear. And I'm like, that's for sure him. And uh, were you nervous? Yeah, I had so much anxiety. Right. Like you guys need to know, like when's the last well, let's just Date put it that this I went way. On. In the entire time that I've known you, I have heard about you hanging out with three men. <laughs> like, this is four now. <laughs> three men for like a day. And I, I'm talking like dates, <laughs> dates, anything. Three. I'm not going to list them. Three. Right? Yeah. So one, one of them was like, what, a day weekend hangout? One of them was like a, we won't talk about that one. And no, the- but we know it. I know it, that one. <laughs> and the other one that uh, english guy yeah oh yeah yeah. english guy uh yeah it's fine can i say yeah you know what i know (laughs) i know who they are i don't want to just in case in case they really like you and are listening to your honey check that's right hi honeys (laughs) (laughs) anyways doesn't even matter so i'm a little bit stressed but also i don't care that much because i'm at a point in my life where i'm just like meh whatever it is what it is so we hung up for an hour we walked you know, Charles is afraid of men. <laughs> There's a lot of barking. <laughs> yep. 
Did he calm down? Mm-hmm. But now I feel bad. Why? Because he's actually so nice, but I didn't feel like a spark, you know? And I'm also at a point in my life where I'm like, okay, well, if you didn't feel a spark. Okay, hold up though. Like when you, do you find him attractive? Yes, I think he's cute, but there wasn't like a, a like an, oh my God. And I don't think he would be able to say the same thing about me because I feel like if one person feels it, like you feel it, you know, it's like, I just feel like, you know, when there's that energy on the date, there's the eye contact, there's like the touching a little bit. There's, it's just like, you don't want it to end. Like, what am I going to see you again? It was kind of like, Hey, bye. But who knows? Maybe he's shy. I don't know. Do you want my honest opinion? Yeah. Always. Okay. Honey, that stuff's like from fucking movies, like how to lose a guy in 10 days type of shit. Like, that's not okay, all that happens. Okay, I'm not going to interrupt you. Finish. I, I don't personally think that that is how it always happens. It happens for some. But like, what about those people that have been best friends? Like Chandler and Monica, okay? <laughs> you can't tell me that Chandler thought that way of Monica back in the day. But also, no? I don't know if I'm looking to just have more friendly relationships. Like, I, I kind of like... I'm, okay, we talk about knowing what we want, asking for what we want. It's not that I'm just like, oh my God, that was a horrible date. He's a horrible guy who's really nice. I just didn't feel like there was chemistry. So it's like, would I talk to him again? Of course I would. But do I, would I be like, if he was like, can I take you on a proper date? I don't know if I would say yes, because I don't know if it's in alignment with like how I'm feeling or what I want. Am I bad that I'm talking about this on the podcast? No. I think people would find this super relatable. I don't think you're the only one. Like when I was in the- What if he listens? Well, then he's a honey because he's (laughs) checking in on the honey check. Maybe (laughs) a thing or two. It's not a bad thing. No, I don't think there's anything negative about the situation. I just think- Dating is hard. It is, yeah. And I think that you need to give yourself a little bit more time of being surrounded by quality men. And if Uh there's- with him and there's nothing that was a red flag and nothing that turned you off there just wasn't this Hollywood movie intuitive spark then I don't think there's anything wrong with you spending time around him because Mm -hmm. it's good for so many reasons you can practice sorry I just think with some of the like later the the last interactions I've had with men granted they were far and few in between but they were selective hangouts and I've seen the passion that come, like came from some of them. And like they do, like some of those men had the same, that, that same thing where it was like, like it was just this instant, like fiery, like, ooh. And I'm not saying it has to be like passionate and movie and like you swept me off my feet in this unrealistic, but I want something fiery in my life. Like I want something like, I guess I'm looking for a man to be very strong in his masculine. Was he not saying, I'm not saying that he was, he's feminine. And if you guys are listening to this and it doesn't mean boy versus girl, I just, you know, when someone's in their like more dominant masculine energy, that's a very big turn on to me. Like that's the energy that I'm kind of drawn to. And again, you meet someone like I know this guy for an hour. Like it's not, I don't know this person. It literally could be any person that I went on a date with. It's not specific to him. I just have gotten really clear on what I want. And that's also been the reason why I haven't gravitated to wanting to connect with people further or go on dates because 
it's not like I saying wasting my time is really harsh, but if I know I don't want it, why would I pursue it? Honey, how's a fire made? Depends who's building the fire because. <laughs> but you got to build it, right? But some people can build a fire like. Okay, well, good for them. They belong in the outback. <laughs> honey, all I'm going to say is from a honey to a honey is that I agree with you. I think that that spark is really important. And, you know, I can't lie and say like when I first saw Evan, I knew right away. He knew, I knew right away something was there and you just, you know. And you but know. Evan was in his masculine when you met him. He was forward. He came yeah. up to you. He was, pers- he was telling you like, we're fucking doing this. And you're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's the energy like, we're going to tomorrow, yeah. yeah like that's the energy i'm looking for i okay. didn't feel yeah. that i agree i you know what honey and you need energy that. Yeah. yeah i yeah. am so yeah. much in my masculine i need someone who's gonna like dominate me don't mean take that sexually you dirty <laughs> perverts listening but i mean like, but if you're a honey then yes <laughs> like energetically dominate me i want that i'm crazy i'm actually craving that you know, yeah, see that it's also like, do you remember that? Jo- yeah. Oh, four. Do you remember that guy a couple years ago? And I met him and he basically was like, Hey, we're going to this restaurant at this time. We're doing this and I'll see you there. And he gave me, and I was like, Oh my God, no. And one of you guys were like, by the way, this is everything you asked for. So fucking get dressed and go on that date. Mm-hmm. And he was very in his masculine. He was very dominant with me. And I fucking loved it. It, but I still didn't feel that spark, that chemistry, but yeah, it was like, that was more of like what I wanted in my life. But don't you think though, that you really gave it its opportunity? Like you hung out with him a few times. I think you hung out with twice. him a few times. Okay. Twice. Mm-hmm. But I do think that just with this person, I think everybody deserves, unless there's red flags and it's a complete turnoff and you're hundred percent, this is no, I don't mean thing. it. Yeah. It's not like yeah. me shit talking. It's yeah. just me very be, being very picky of like who I'm surrounding myself with. And yeah, I always think that it's nice to give somebody the opportunity twice, but not like give them the opportunity, give you the opportunity to mm-hmm. see. Maybe you'll see things that you really don't like or things that you do like. I just think it's an opportunity for you to hang around men and see what you like, get back in the game, get back in your feminine, get taken care of, get asked out on dates. You are so in your masculine and you need somebody to, to soften you a little bit and see if you can yeah. do that. Just see. And, and you know what? If he doesn't ask you, great. If he asks you, great. But no one's saying that, like, you know, this is your man or anything. And I think that mentality with people, some of them have it. Like, they meet somebody, they go, is that my man? Yes or no? No. Okay, no, I'm not hanging out with No, him. I'm not one of those girls. Yeah, so just But I am. Some... But you also know how tuned in I am to, like, feeling yeah. my energy about that stuff. Anyways. Like, do I think this is your man? No. But do I think, as as your best friend, that it's good for you to – be in that energy if it feels okay then yeah i, I mean honey, how honey kelsey last night we yeah. were making jokes because kelsey's our only other friend who's really up until four in the morning fucking psychopath but anyways <laughs> kelsey was like well you manifested that one really quick could this be the christmas present you were looking for <laughs> ho 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 my honey <laughs> Yeah, you can just wrap him up and put him under your tree. Yeah, he's a little too tall for. He's taller than my tree, but he is. He's tall, honey. Honey, I, I know I'm only five four, but there's something about a tall glass of water that I'm just like, mm. <laughs> mm, hydrate, mama. 
Mama's been in a drought. <laughs> Mama is dehydrated. <laughs> That's why I oh, also fuck. think it's good for you is just to like, you know, I, I remember when I did. Yeah. Like when I didn't date for a long time, I felt kind of, I, I just felt very independent, but masculine and rough around the edges. But as soon as somebody cute was in the photo, I know interested in me it was like I have a reason to dress up and I can wear this outfit and you can you know try out different styles and see if they like it and you get to go well maybe not like go out right now but mm-hmm. I just think it's it's fun for you yeah you know so I always think that dating's good but I mean we're not getting any younger honey dating's good <laughs> speaking of which we're a few short weeks away for the big three one where the fuck did 2020 go? I don't know, but I remember. It's can we just can we just think back to like milestones in your life? You're like, when I turn 18, it's like, ooh, I'm so, or I guess 19 in Canada. Mm-hmm. You can drink, you can do whatever you want. And then there was like 21. I feel like 21 was cool because now I can go to the states. I can do all this stuff. Like now at 21, like you're the real adult. 25, you're like, oh, I'm in my mid 20s. And then you look forward to that 30 milestone. And I actually remember being very excited to turn 30. Sounded really cool. Mm-hmm. 31 does not sound cool. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you know me, I, I don't think I ever have like stressed to you guys about age. Like that stuff doesn't really, doesn't yeah, no, really you, like. You never really bring that up to me either. No, because I don't feel like I, I feel like I haven't hit my prime yet. Yeah. <laughs> 35 is feeling like it might be my prime. Do you know what sounds like a sexy age to me is 37. Mm. Don't ask why. I'm just 37. Like you're still young, but you're hot and you could still be like, oh, I'm going on cheeky secret dates with a 28 year old. That's right. <laughs> I think 37 is just very like sex in the city-ish Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't know. I just think 37 is a hot, going to be a hot year anyways. But yeah, 31 does not like, I'm not, I'm not excited to turn 31. It's not, it doesn't sound good. Well, because the number's going up, but everything seems to be going downhill. <laughs> okay. Tell me though, what did you think that you would be doing at 30? Like when, like I had big dreams for 30, like I was pretty much a goddamn billionaire living in the Maldives. It depends on like what year you would have asked that to me because If Mm -hmm. I was younger, I looked to my parents and I'm like, oh, my mom was 22 when she got married, like had me at 24. And there was something that always appealed to me about being a younger mom. Um, You know, just not knowing if I wanted to have like have my first child in my 40s, you know, I kind of just wanted to have a a, a child while I was younger. And then I don't know, that's just what I grew up into. And that's what I thought I wanted. Do you know what I was doing at 22? I feel like you were living in the Dominican Republic braiding hair. Okay, well, you're half right. Because <laughs> I used to work a lot in the Dominican Republic, but I was like doing MDMA at raves. <laughs> you know? Oh, like- <laughs> I thought that's when you were in the Dominican. <laughs> Both. <laughs> but yeah, like 22 was just, I was just a lost soul. It was not okay. Yeah, 20, 21, 22. My early 20s were not okay. I moved here when I was 23, 24 my life started to get up. Like I would say my mid twenties were really good. If you asked me what I would be doing at 30, I couldn't tell you. Okay, it what started about- to like, it started to change. But now that I've hit my thirties, my whole perspective has changed because now I feel like my life hasn't started. So the thought of bringing a kid into it or like having that, mm. it just doesn't seem realistic. 
unless my life were to change tomorrow, but given like where I'm at and what I still want to do, I don't know. You feel like your life hasn't started. Is that what you said? Correct. Yeah. I I haven't hit my prime yet. (laughs) Got it. Got it. So you don't feel like you're in your prime yet. Yeah. Having said that, if you would have asked me what I thought I would be doing when I, when I was 30, when I was like six, Mm. (laughs) you're going to die when you hear what I wanted to be. One of my first career choices, a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have the pound in your classroom. (laughs) You'd literally have a pound set up where all the kids have to go stand and stare at the wall just because they looked at you the wrong way or they wore shoes that you didn't like or they wore last season's Nikes. <laughs> what were your mom pa thinking? Go to the pound. <laughs> Gosh, honestly, I think now if I was a teacher, I would lose my mind. I'd lose I think it. back in the day though, when you had that mentality of having kids at a young age, you would have been a real good teacher. But I could see you over time, like teaching some elementary. But if I, if you had been a teacher this whole time, like these past eight years, right now you'd be dominating a high school class and like- I would be the best fucking high school teacher. I'll tell you right now, no one would be skipping my class. (laughs) Absolutely not. What subject would you teach? Well, the thing is math and science are out of the question because I'm, I literally still don't know what two plus two is. (laughs) How many fingers you have? I don't know, 11. I'm not good at math. (laughs) Um, English could be better. Mm -hmm can really say like sank words on Francais and <laughs> I think you'd be a great Spanish teacher. Hola. <laughs> I used to be able to speak a little bit of Spanish. I actually started learning Spanish again in quarantine for like two weeks. Then I stopped. Um, gym for sure. I'd be a gym teacher. I was going to say PE. Yeah. 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 You'd bring in all these guest teachers, Taryn, for like, <laughs> bringing all these people. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What did I want to be when I was 30? Hmm. I always wanted to be a millionaire wearing a, a, the most immaculate boss ass bitch two piece suit. And I wanted to work in a high rise building. And I wanted when you were six. No, when I was six, I wanted to be a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then so th- this is how it progressed. When I was six, I wanted to be a cop. When I got into high school, I wanted to be a hairdresser. By the time I left high school, I wanted to be uh, a boss ass bitch. So in grade 12, I took all these marketing and like management classes that you can take in grade 12. I finished my d- diploma from BCIT and my degree before I was 25. And I'm like, all right, like I'm ready. Like, let's do this. Um, and then when that didn't fully work out, when I was like 25, I was like, maybe I'll become a cop again. <laughs> and everybody laughed at me. They're like, every, everybody laughed at me. And I was like, yeah, like I really can't be a cop, but I did go, I did go, you know, blast in the past and want to be a cop. I think you'd be a good cop. The last career choice that I was pretty dead set that I thought I was going to go into was also grade 12. I was really into, um, international relations and international development. I like was like one of 400 like students from around the world that got picked to do this program and they like fly people in from all over the world and we did meetings with the um, IMF and the United Nations and like did all this cool shit in New York and I got invited to um, Obama's inauguration I got like an official invitation letter and yeah Honey, did you meet Obama 
No, I didn't go. I didn't oh. end up going to Washington for it. But yeah, I did uh, that program for a week in Washington in New York City. And I was just, I was kind of, I guess that's where my like interest in the world kind of started to peak before I started traveling. But a lot of people don't know that about me. <laughs> you know what? I think on one of our next honey checks, we need to tell the people how to, how we got to where we are now. That'd be a good, uh, yeah. that'd be a good honey check. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of blast from the past. Okay. Since we're going back. Okay. I want us to go back a year ago. <laughs> And I want you to tell me what were your, we all do it. Don't fucking tell me that you don't do it. We all make resolutions. I have a book and they go in there. I've had resolutions since 2015 in there. Tell me what were your 2020 resolutions? Keep in mind, I need the people to understand that 2019, we had one of the most immaculate years. Like we were in, we are ready to fucking rumble. Like 2020 was no joke. Yeah, like 2019 was like, holy shit, hold on tight. We're Let's going go. for a ride because we were living, we were living high life in 2019. I would say 2019 was- <laughs> That plane came the, crashing down real Yeah, <laughs> real, real quick. The boat sunk like the Titanic real fast. But we had the best year in New York to like, it was the best year. So tell me what you thought 2020, what were you doing, honey? What were your plans? 2020 was the year I was going to make fucking bank. I told you guys this in another episode, but I set myself up to like build my client list, set everyone up on a calendar. I had my full year mapped out of like who was coming, like which contracts were starting when it was going to be a massive year. I'd be, if we took all the money I would have made, put it in $1 coins, it'd be like a fucking ball pit at McDonald's. We'd be rolling in the coins. So custom colors, one, colors are disgusting. Yeah. One, I thought I was going to be fucking rich. Okay. LOL. <laughs> I lost every single fucking client except for one. And no one booked me for photo shoots because they were too afraid to be around people. So um, I made probably the least amount of money this year that I've made in probably four years. So that was not accurate. <laughs> what else? Give me two more at least. Um... I was pretty convinced I was moving to LA. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you're working pretty hard at getting your PR card. Yeah, there were a couple of contracts that I thought were for sure mine. And I thought, this is it, I'm moving. Those came to a dead halt. Probably universe stopping me because COVID would have happened a few months later. The election, there would have just, it would have been not a good time for me to move down to the States. Um, what else? Thought it would probably be like the fittest of my life. But I say that every year. That's like my resolution. <laughs> basically stayed the same I feel like you know that I have more resolutions that I'm forgetting yeah I think that there was uh more travel resolutions more love resolutions a different apartment resolution you want to live I was uh, about to build a whole new life (laughs) yeah so basically if we were talking to honey in 2019 December of 2019 Honey was making six figures, living in a two-story townhouse, either in Yaletown or Coal Harbor, had an immaculate Range Rover, was living with the man of her <laughs> dreams. Charles had a 14-karat gold collar. Uh, food was delivered to her on the daily, and she was getting asked by everybody around the world to fly and stay at their hotels for mm-hmm. free in the presidential suites, uh-huh. take- photos and she was always allowed to bring one honey and that one honey was me okay i think that was so, what you're yeah none of those things happened <laughs> uber eats came to my house a lot so i definitely was getting meals delivered on the daily <laughs> um 
Charles has like a plated gold, like copper peg <laughs> and his collar smells like it's been in the water too many times. Um, we didn't go fucking anywhere. All of our trips got canceled. Yeah. Um, I got super depressed. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's actually really funny. You guys have probably seen this, that girl, her video went viral, the comedian from New York city, where she's like opening the bottle of wine. She's like, you guys, I just found <laughs> my new year's resolution my 2020 it's so good it's so funny I'm gonna post it as a meme on the um on the account so you guys can see it but she's just reading her resolutions drinking her wine crying because she's laughing so hard and she has the most contagious laugh her name's Robin I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna link it on as a meme but fuck like I felt that to my core yeah but hey we're still standing we're still here honey I mean yeah what about you well, I wanted to learn Spanish. You can I, have my login to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I have Duolingo on my phone and I actually studied pretty hard when we were locked down. Um, I wanted a full booked out wedding season. Um, and I only had six weddings this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to have my apartment completely redecorated, reset up. Um, and, uh, like an office set up, like the, the aesthetic, everything was going to be complete. And all we've done is bought a kitchen table and paint this back wall that it's now changing to a different color. <laughs> um, I definitely wanted to go back to New York city, uh, from the last podcast, you would know why. And that didn't happen. Um, yeah, I wanted to go to Italy and spend my 30th birthday in Italy and then stay for Christmas in the motherlands. We started planning that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of I had a lot of 2020 goals, but they all surrounded travel, money, career, house. The typical, the huge. Yeah, and I think they're all just going to transfer over to 2021 to be honest. <laughs> I think I'm not going to make new resolutions. I'm going to keep them and transfer them. You can transfer over resolutions. Well, I feel like I need to stop making my list of resolutions cuz I stopped doing them by the time February rolls around, so it's like basically <laughs> every year eat less move more make money yeah. <laughs> so in other words there was some good some bad and some ugly in 2020 yeah there's some mortifying okay tell me one good one bad one ugly one good <laughs> but like let's make them good like yeah good on, honestly this one's a bit of a soft one the good thing is i really had time to like quiet and sit with my shit and realize like how unhappy I was in some aspects of my life and really question like what I needed to do to like fix my shit internally. So I started addressing a lot of internal issues that (laughs) now it's opened a whole fucking can of worms that I'm (laughs) sitting here. So we have a few more months of lockdown. I got some work to do, but (laughs) that's a, that's probably a good and an ugly at the same time, but that's a good, you can combine the bad. I mean, we just talked about the bad. We talked about the bad and the ugly. Yeah, we did. Trying to think if there's a specific specific that stands out more than one of the others. We won't talk about my experience with Ford. Ooh, that was ugly. Yeah, that was ugly. We won't talk about the neighbor who lives underneath me. Also not pretty. But (laughs) other than that, we're fine. (laughs) Oh, oh, the good. Oh. We, met, we met Jim, tap club. Oh my God. How did we forget that? Yeah. Tap. Holy shit. Let's That's like the immaculate, the immaculate, the bad. Yeah. We got to turn this car 
take a hard right turn for two minutes here. Honey started taking a tap intro class at Harbor Dance Studio and she kept Pause. telling me it was how many weeks did I tell you guys someone come to tap with me and you all rolled your eyes at me? Months. I never rolled my eyes. It just took me a few weeks to get there. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> but I'd like to also note I'm the only honey that goes with you. Yeah. One of the other honeys, Kelsey specifically said we were doing this together it's been two years she's never showed up she hasn't even bought shoes but whatever it's the best best week best week of my like day of my week oh my god I went and bought tap shoes and honey and I go to the first class we leave this man in hysterics hysterics most of the class he laughs at us like we take videos of us dancing and you can just hear him this one dance class we took multiple videos and we took we took one video but it was like in multiple components and all you do is hear him laughing at us. The Howling. guy that cleans the studio, he comes in and he laughs at us. The people <laughs> in the class with us, they all laugh at us. We're goons, honey. We're literally dancing hyenas with things on our feet that make noise. We're like dogs with bells on our feet. We are brutal. We couldn't get a routine down if somebody paid us that $1 million that we wanted to make. This That's year. false. We're actually pretty fucking good. When we get the steps, we kill it. <laughs> I have a new thing that I think we should try. River dance. <laughs> what? I'm gonna leave that there. Continue. Your turn. Good, bad, and the ugly. What is river dancing? Oh, right. you don't know what river dance is? I'm okay. gonna Google it. I'm gonna yeah. Google it. One good, one bad, one ugly. Okay. Um, I would I would say that the the good was the time to stop. I, I liked that how you were saying, like, you know, you had some time. I did actually really like that. That was actually a good, a good thing to kind it was of slow bittersweet. Down a little bit. Yeah, it was nice to slow down and actually be like, I'm not forced to do anything. If I don't do nothing today, I don't feel like unsuccessful or mm-hmm. unaccomplished. It was just, it was what it was. And it was okay to just breathe in a day, you know? I was like, okay, all I'm going to do today is sit here and breathe. And that's totally fine. And I don't feel guilty about it. So mm-hmm. the non-guiltiness about doing nothing felt real good. Uh, the ugly is I tried to redo my website and I didn't know that you didn't have to completely take down your website to redo <laughs> it. You could leave the existing one on. So I'm uh, complaining about having no business and I've had no website for three months. <laughs> You guys need to understand that Honey's best friend, me, <laughs> specializes in building brands. And yes. she never lets me fucking help her. She sits there and creates this this turmoil for herself. And then she casually drops these bombs being like, <laughs> just when are you going to let me do your fucking brand? Yeah, because you won't let me give you any money or buy you the fucking fabulous perfume in return. She doesn't let me do anything. The bad... The bad is that I painted a wall in my house a dark blue and I absolutely hate it. And now I got to get my boyfriend to repaint it beige. That's the bad. He's got one job and it's to paint that fucking wall. Paint the fucking wall. <laughs> That's the bad. All right, honey. Okay. That's it. Wait. And then, okay, the best? We started this segment. The absolute best is that we started the honey check. Yeah. 100%. This has been by far one of the best things. Mm-hmm. So we're wrapping up this episode takeaways rethink all your relationships (laughs) (laughs) why you're in them what you need from them and how you're going to be investing your energy uh stop feeling sorry for yourself for this year because we all feel bad well most of us feel bad i feel bad i'll talk for myself (laughs) (laughs) it was hell and uh 2021 is going to be our year (laughs) famous last words 
Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye, honey. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Unfiltered with Allie. Just a friendly reminder that I have two episodes that drop every single week for you on Tuesdays and on Fridays. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And of course, leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at at unfiltered with Allie. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes. Slide into my DMs and... You can find the link for my free online community. This is designed for inspiring, badass women all around the world. I can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.